0: We want to discuss now a little bit what it means to, quote-unquote, live up to the truth or live a life of truth or, and all that kind of stuff and slogans. So basically, uh, the, the first question probably is, what is truth uh, in the first place? So we could say truth is obviously just a sound, truth, and it needs to refer to something that we can actually wrap our minds around, and it would seem that that something is the fact that something exists. Now what it means to exist maybe is content for another discussion, but we can leave it at that for now. That something exists. Now what exists, of course everything exists, because everything does in fact exist. So truth then is that which exists and everything is is truth. Having said that, because we have something called language, we can represent that which exists via... Uh, certain signs and symbols that we either write, or we or, or we speak, or we uh, we can sign them, for example, using sign language, or, uh, or scribble it in sand, or whatnot. And because of this power of ours, we are able to uh, misrepresent the truth. For instance, it may be a sunny day out, and we can say it is now raining. So why is this, is this true or not? So each part of what we said, it is now raining, we said a bunch of sounds. Now, of course, what does it mean? It doesn't exist, those sounds definitely do exist. Now those sounds bring to our minds and bring, presumably, and and to other minds, uh, the notion that there uh, is substance falling from the sky, meaning water, meaning it's raining. This is variant to what we are now perceiving. So the fact that it brings to somebody's mind that uh, notion is true, and uh, that notion in itself is true, right? What, what's not true about water falling from the sky? Everything is true, but we have used language to cast some confusion. And we have stated that now you can perceive water falling from the sky, but we open our eyes and we perceive a nice sunny day, which is variant to water falling from the sky. So the notion, of water falling from the sky stays in our mind while we perceive something different than that notion. So this is what we would call contrary to the truth. It doesn't mean that it is anything other than existent or something like that. It simply means that we are, pardon me, BSing. We are uh, using language inappropriately to misconstrue truth. So this then is the root of all. (laughs) we can say, root of all evil related with, uh, to do with what we call falsehood. It's, it's using language. If we didn't have language, we didn't have a means to symbolically represent uh, a, a notions and ideas of ours, we would just be stuck with what we have. Uh, with that said, it goes a little bit deeper because we see, for instance, uh, insects may also lie. Uh, animals may also lie. For, for instance, I believe there's a insect that is a caterpillar but it appears as a snake in order to uh, scare away predators. So this is a form of lying because it's bringing to the mind of say a bird the concept of a snake which is dangerous to a bird and uh, or to some birds. Some snakes are dangerous but really it's a, it's a caterpillar so it's using a form of symbolic representation to misconstrue reality for its advantages. Uh, and plants... As for plants, I'm no expert, but I believe some plants may at times release uh, some kind of pheromones or or chemicals that bring to the mind of insects, the the thoughts of, of predatory insects and scare them away. If this is the case, which again, I'm not totally sure as to, but if it is the case, then they can also use a form of symbolic representation to misrepresent things. So we see that we're not the only geniuses. There are, in fact, many. But our task in, in life then is to properly represent uh, the, the, our ideas and, uh, and in the way that we can conceive things, to use language in an appropriate way to, to build up our conception of reality. So the whole idea is that uh, our greatest good ultimately lies in our being able to do this. So sometimes people say, the truth is for the sake of truth. You just need to tell the truth in order to tell the truth. But why? why how does that make sense? You need to accurately represent things to yourself using language in order to a- accurately represent things to yourself using language. For what end? So the end is our good. Now, as it concerns our good, we have what we can call illusory good, and we have what we can call real good. So illusory good, to so call it, obviously, just a name, is what we share in common with all other forms of life, and that is basically sim- simply feelings of what we call pleasure. Now, pleasure goes a little bit deeper. It's not just pleasure. There's a real interesting uh, backstory we can say to how even a, a, an animal, uh, even if presuming if insects feel pleasure, even insects feel pleasure, it's very interesting. It relates to the deepest... Uh, you know, themes of uh, existence and reality, but that's a different conversation, but that is one form of good, certainly, we understand, we feel pleasure, we're not asking, oh, what is this for, we enjoy it in its own self, so that is definitely a form of good, another form of good, however, is the form of good that comes from uh, truly building uh, 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 ourselves up from the inside out, developing an inner life, working on our intellect, working on our character, and the kind of good that we are then able to conceive. But well, let's, again, just to leave it at that without going much deeper. So one good is, is transitory, and it's like a puff of vapor. You can never quite catch it, and you always need more of it. So for instance, you, uh, you eat a piece of chocolate and it's momentary pleasure, then it's gone. So you need another piece of chocolate. Or you, you watch a, a movie, you, you have two hours of pleasure pursuing you enjoyed the movie, then you need to watch another movie and then and look forward to the next uh, release of something. Uh, so this form of good, we see, it's, it's impossible to really pin down, and it turns us into these kinds of uh, kind of pathetic uh, creatures that are always lusting after some something new, after these little fleeting bunches of sensations. Just like all other animals and all other forms of life, presumably, we see, for instance, uh, a cow grazing. And we would think that it's grazing in order to survive, but really it's grazing because it wants to have pleasure. This is actually a common kind of maybe misunderstanding of nature. We think that animals want to survive. They're doing things because they want to survive, but if we really think about it, they're doing it because they want to Con- they they want to conceive of the good. They want to. Per- they want to have some pleasure. For instance, there's an incredibly fascinating study done with rats where they uh, were hooked up with uh, a- electrodes or whatever it was uh, that connected directly, as the researchers said, to the pleasure centers of their brain. Basically, that gave them uh, pleasure, and uh, they would experience this pleasure by hitting a particular lever. So the rats that had this option began to hit this lever at the expense of everything else, at the expense of eating, drinking, reproduction, sleeping. Basically, I believe they hit it until they died. So we see that it's not that the the rat is thinking, oh, I need to eat in order to live, because I want to live. The rat simply wants pleasure, and if it can attain pleasure in a different way, more pleasure, uh, higher quality pleasure, then that's exactly what it'll do. and uh, the same person, when we go through all other animals, they can't intellectually formulate what it is that they are doing. Uh, they can't, uh, a, a cow can't say that uh, it, I'm grazing because I want to live. It wants to, to partake in, in pleasure, but we see how the pleasure is never enough. You, you take one bite of grass and it's gone, so you need, to, you need to take another bite of grass and another bite of grass and another bite of grass and on and on and on forever and ever and ever. So. Until the the animal dies. So it's the same thing then with us. When we are simply partaking of this good, we need to continually have more and more. We're exactly like the cow or the rat or any other animal or insect. We need to always be uh, stimulating ourselves. So a different form of good, however, is as we said, is the the more tangible, more uh, kind of solid, we can say, good, which is really developing and working on ourselves. So basically, as it concerns the truth, uh, it, it's one truth that I want to feel good in an animal way. And consequently, everything else is in subservience to this. And this then gives me not only permission, but really strongly compels me to to say anything and everything in order to uh, attain that, that good. The, the good of feeling good. So consequently, let's say that I want to evaluate... Uh, Excuse me, I want to evaluate some kind of complicated topic. I need to decide some, some statistical, some scientific, some philosophical reality or whatnot. So if the, if the truth that I'm pursuing is that I want to feel good, then I will use language to misconstrue whatever is necessary in order to attain that good right, so and and we understand that our feelings are very strong, our emotions are very strong, and we we formulate our worldviews and, and our, our self- concept um, in light of what it is we judge we need in order to feel good about ourselves. and then we typically evaluate everything in light of of, of our construct. So here when we elevate feeling good above everything else, then again we have uh, we, we have much reason to to bend everything else in order to favor our our, uh, preset conceptions, because that is what we need in order to feel good. However, if we say, you know, I don't want to be like any and every other animal. I want to have a more substantive relation to the good than merely fleeting uh, burst of pleasure. And consequently, I am going to uh, forego... uh, on occasion, the, the possibility of experiencing direct uh, these direct bursts of a physical or emotional pleasure and instead I'm going to opt for a long-term strategy of conceiving of the good which necessitates that I build myself up from the inside out, which necessitates that I have the correct ideas about as many things as possible, that I acquire the correct concepts and the correct world view and I understand how to view things and myself and others and what occurs. Uh, at any expense to my short-term emotions. And <laughs> this is a very difficult path because it involves a lot of pain. Because, due to, or, or due to the fact that, like we said, we believe what we believe and we hold what we hold uh, due to our emotional needs. As it concerns what we judge ourselves uh, what we judge is needed for us to feel good about ourselves. So anything that contradicts that, it's very, very painful. And we may need to take a critical look at ourselves and others and about the beliefs and, or, or the, the th- sentences that we formulate using language that um, help us feel good about ourselves and, and, and our worldview and all kinds of things. But this is a necessary sacrifice if we ever want to really attain the good as opposed to simply attaining it in the way that a cow or a rat or any other animal or insect attains it, which is in these short vapors uh, of pleasure. Okay? So that's what it means. So basically uh, every single person is really living up to the truth, but it just depends what truth. Is it the truth of temporary, insubstantial uh, fleeting pleasure? As we said again with the rats, cows, all animals, or is it the the truth of a long-term really solid uh, relation to to the good all right and if it is the latter then it is the case that we need to really critically think about uh, or what we hold to be the case because if we misunderstand something if we have a misunderstanding about how we work how others work how the world works how uh, how how things are then we cannot then then that's a, a limit on how much good we can conceive and just to, to bring that down into, into the practical, say we misunderstand the mechanism of other people's actions, we don't understand uh, how motivation works, we don't understand that people do things to feel good, it's always for a constructive reason, and consequently every single time that something, some, something doesn't go our way, somebody uh, insults us, somebody cuts in, in front of us in a line in traffic, somebody doesn't respond to us, somebody treats us in a way we don't like our, our uh, conception of the good is dampened, right? In other words, we feel bad. And consequently, our life consists out of a bunch of uh, insults and injury continually. Right? And on occasion, no, no, uh, we, we feel like we've uh, uh, stood up to all of our perceived uh, enemies and threats, and we feel for a second, we say, ooh, I mean, uh, like, ah, yeah, nice. And then it's back to, back to the usual. So that's an example. On the contrary, if we correctly understand uh, the actions and the motivations of others, then we're not bothered by other people's actions. And that is conducive towards us uh, conceiving of the good in a a legitimate way. All right, so this is all complicated stuff, but that's basically the idea. If we want to be, just to summarize it in in a way that that, that makes, to make it short and, and sweet, If we want to be more than animals, if we want to be a little bit different than a cow or a lot different really than a cow or a rat or any other animal or insect, then we need to put uh, organizing our mind above everything else. We need to put clearly conceiving of as many things as possible above everything else. Above our emotions, above our self-esteem, above needs, above our pride above our preconceptions, above anything and everything else because that is the sole ticket to the show <laughs> of, uh, of being more than an animal and of conceiving of the good. And if we're cool with uh, remaining as any other animal and just chasing after these uh, these transient little bursts of, uh, of emotional and or physical pleasure, then fine, we can do whatever we want, and that'll be our truth, All right? But of course, that is not anything that we can actually want. And we would only opt for that route if we don't know any better or if we don't yet have the, the, the cause and the knowledge to, to step up to the plate. So let's try to develop those and do, in fact, step up to the plate. All right, thank you for listening.